Chat, what's up, Trev? GM, GM on this fine, fine Saturday morning for me, and yeah, man, maybe almost noon for you in like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it feels early for me though because I ate heavy. I usually don't eat heavy, and I ate heavy last night, and I honestly feel like I feel like I'm hungover. To be honest with you, like I woke up, I'm like, God damn, man! I felt like I had like ten whiskeys last night. I had zero drinks and just. Just heavy food, man. I don't eat heavy food anymore. So it's like I had like pepper I got pepperoni roll, I had pasta. I was like, I don't eat that stuff because I just can't do it anymore. I swear as I get older, I'm like, <laughs> I can't have it. Like I just feel like I get beat up. So it's like I don't eat it. But it was so good though. I was like, so worth it. That was amazing. So I'm just chilling. Well, what, was, what was the occasion? What was it you putting in your two weeks finally and bailing on the real life, yeah, the the real world. <laughs> trying to be totally in the matrix. No, nah, it was just like there's this really good um, Italian place by me, and it's like top top shelf. Like everyone talks about, they rant and rave about it, and I'm like, all right, let's go do it. And um, yeah, so I just got like physically, you know, food coma afterwards, and then like like I said, dude, I woke up, I was like, holy shit, I I slept decent too for once, and I'm just like, I feel like I need like ten more hours of sleep. So I've just been in this like lore, you know, I, I'm on my second caffeinated drink and um, it just feels like it's not doing anything for me. It's just more of the taste, not even doing much. So that's kind of my status this morning, but it's all good. Ready to get it going. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's good to eat all that stuff every once in a while, but you know, it's, we're getting old, Haas. I know. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm excited, by the way. I think I'm finalizing coming to Denver, but I'm not going to be there the entire trip. That's just too long for me. I did last last East Denver. I went the very first day or so, and then I stayed until the end of Builder Week. I think I'm kind of doing the same thing this year as well. Like I didn't, I didn't go to all the glitz and glamour um event yeah. you know like the main event or whatever it's going to be the same this year too i'm more i'm just more concerned yeah. about coming like checking you guys out the app chain and then maybe going to a couple i've seen there's like a cosmo event every day up until like march 1st so i'm just gonna probably do all those and then head back home yeah totally but you know it's we're, we're not too old to wake up in the morning and talk about you know cosmos i don't yeah. know if that'll ever change no, no, uh, never. yeah 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 <laughs> So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we're talking public goods and, and, and just Cosmos in general today. Uh, we have the incredible Haas up here, uh, Jordan, from way back in the, the day in ARC protocol. Uh, and anybody that just wants to, like, get up here and chat, you know, where this is really, you know, we're, we're talking public goods, but also general Cosmos. Um, so it's, you know, any, anybody can raise their hand and come up here and chat. It's very casual today. And, and Haas, anything else? Yeah, we, we encourage that because 
you're on the front lines, you know, and maybe there's something that you don't like or wish there was something improved. And that's the whole purpose of, you know, common goods and making it a better space for, for users and builders and everyone else in between. So it's what we're looking for. Like your, your, uh, feedback, right? Like I know when I've been in Cosmos, basically the last three years, I've seen a substantial um, amount of development when it came to just like your experience like to me that's all it's about is like having a better experience doing what you like to do so i think it's improved drastically and it's going to continue to do so so it takes all of us to kind of get it better and that's one of the things i really endure about cosmos it's very communitarian so like you your voices are heard so we encourage anyone that's listening or listens to recording to you know reach out for sure but all right go back go over to you go trev yeah, yeah, and you know this is this will be very casual today, so everybody just kind of hop in. Uh, Jordan Arc Protocol, and you guys just want to say say hello, a GM, what you guys, yeah. do, whatever you guys want. Yeah, yeah, GM everybody. For me, it's morning. Uh, I actually live in Las Vegas, so it's eight a.m. But I'm I'm an early riser. I have kids, and then I feel old, like you guys claim you're old. And I don't. When you guys say old, I I kind of wonder like how old is old for you guys because i'm in my 40s i'm mid 40s already so you know, where you guys stand on that i mean i guess in a theory you're like a boomer in this space but you're not old so i'm, I'm, I'm definitely a boomer in this space. <laughs> yeah I'm, well i feel like I'm a boomer i'm turning i'm about to turn 38 in march next month so i'm a, I'm a nice. kind of a, i'm an i'm a young boomer in this space you know what i mean you're just like yeah. a middle ground I'm gen x yeah <laughs> i'm like not even a boomer i'm i'm after the boomers and before you know before everyone else i'm just like we're i'm in a generation where we're kind of overlooked we're like the middle child of generations uh you you were uh, the mistakes you were the mistakes heck yeah (laughs) like you gotta call them out like that awesome Sometimes the mistakes are good. <laughs> no, no, these mistakes were great. You know, we're that one generation in between that's like we get along with the older group and the younger group all at the same time. Whereas the older and the younger don't get along at all. You know, yeah, so I'm, I'm in the weird, I'm in the weird age because it's like it's almost like you working. I'm considered a millennial, but when I look at millennials, I mean, the cell phone was pretty much shit until I was in college and it was still kind of crap, you know, but I have seen every iteration of technology like i played atari nintendo all the way up like every game system so like i got to see oh, it all man. i don't consider myself like you know no, you're my generation you, you're my generation because you didn't call it nintendo you called it nintendo which yeah. is what we called it exactly let's play nintendo so, yeah i mean that's that's hilarious yeah we still but, played yeah. outside and build tree houses and shacks and like got beat oh up. yeah you know like all the time climb fences and get jacked up and actually have stories and the younger generation the earlier millennials the ones that like really to me are millennials they don't have those stories they don't have the cuts the uh scratches the you know like this for life scars you know unless you you have that then you to me you didn't grow up in my you know our era so to speak well yeah in our era i don't know about you but i mean we grew up you know there was no computers video games were scarce you know it was atari nintendo and so on so it was a lot of uh 
not being able to communicate, you know, like if the phone in the house rang, we all ran to answer it. Like who gets to it first, you know, type situation. Whereas now they can't be bothered to answer. If you don't text, then you're something's wrong with you. Or, so. or, or you're on AOL, it's the messenger and your, your parents picked up the phone. You got rugged. <laughs> yeah. No, isn't that it, the truth? That in. <laughs> you're like, take, put down the phone, mom. <laughs> It's so, so funny. It's so true. So, yeah, the, the new generation doesn't know our struggles. If you were born into a world where Google has always been there for you, then congratulations. You are privileged because we are older than Google. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's yeah. a weird thing to say. Yeah, man. It's been fun, cool. though, man. It's been super fun because w- one of the things I like, too, it's so cool about Cosmos is like Dr. Shea, he um, is the founder of Babylon Chains. And he essentially is one of the reasons why we can have our phone right now and like talk to one another. And he was a pioneer in wireless communications. And now, like, I interviewed him a while ago and I was like, hey, like, what was the, you know, it was this, I'm curious, like, you're very successful. You have your own wing at Stanford University. Like, why are you doing this now? And he was just like, it's the future of technology and I want to be a part of it. For someone to like basically pioneer wireless communications, like Web 1 to Web 2, and then want to do something in Cosmos and Web 3, it's like, to me is like a really ultimate bullish signal. And it's like, all right, yeah, like that's awesome. Like this guy is, he doesn't need to do anything, right? It's like, this guy has a, he wants to do this. So it's pretty cool. And, and it, it, you know, it just like motivates me even more to we're on the right path. And I don't know how long it's going to take, but we're, we're here and we're doing our thing. And yeah, it's super cool. It's pretty awesome. Just, yeah. Just to see like how crappy the internet was and to what it was now. And, you know, like, you used to have to put a freaking floppy disk in and have like 20 of them. And then that, like disk eight, flop 18, uh, 18 would be met, corrupted and you would have to go back to the store and be like, hey, the, I can't download this game on my computer. I can't install it. You know, it's like now it's just, yeah. it's insane the, the shit that we have now. And it's, an, it's, just, it's an incredible ride. That's all. It's just a lot of fun. I agree with that sentiment. I mean, the idea that people are coming into the Web3 space from, high-level tech successes and and saying things like this is the future uh this is something that a lot of us in the space already believe but hearing people who have had such a success in tech say it really makes us you know i mean for me it's like confirmation it's like it's like when you make a trade you need it to bounce off of a, a a support but then you also need confirmation before you enter this that's the confirmation so instead of aping you're trading uh you know high probability so when people like that say that, then crypto becomes more high probability and less of a gamble in our in our minds, which is a great feeling, actually. And uh, the Cosmos space has such a bright future, in my opinion. Um, I think that there are some some amazing, amazing opportunities and, and a lot of new chains coming and and with Interchain. And, and I noticed that the last time we spoke, Interchain was definitely one of the, the main themes. Uh, but with Interchain, I think it will link all of Cosmos eventually and, and even more further out than just the Cosmos. And, and with this link, you know, everybody's going to still like the coins they like, but it'll all be on the same chain and, and we'll all be in the same place, so to speak. Just as I go into a bar, everyone orders a different drink, but we're all in the same bar. You know, I don't know why that's the analogy this morning, but that's the one. So no, I, 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 I like where you're going with that. I, yeah, I tell that. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. I don't know, like I when people are like, "What are you investing in?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't give financial advice. I I do a bunch of shit, and and I'm but I'm super long term. I have like you, you you've been around the block too, and you know I've been around the block as well. And it's like I remember. Oh yeah. I mean, did you freaking, get a Jupe airdrop? 
Yeah, like <laughs> I remember buying a freaking book on uh Amazon when it was just a bookstore. I thought I thought it was the coolest shit ever. It's like I remember that. Oh that was God. so long ago. And look how long it took them to become what they were. And I'm not saying like, you know, Adam and all that's gonna become that, but I'm saying like it could. So it I'm looking long, long term. So it's like when someone's like, What are you investing in? Why aren't you investing in more Adam or something? I'm like, Well, I have enough. And it's like I, I'm going elsewhere right now because I think it's a really, really long term play, but I also think it's gonna be a long term play. So I'm not you know, de-risking or whatever. It's like, I'm, I see it and I believe in Cosmos, you know, and I, I just believe in the app chain thesis. And then you see like all these different um, ways of utilizing the SDK and Tendermint with like, like Celestia, right? And all the, it's like everyone's tapping into it. And I've been, I've been saying this shit for like three years now. And I'm not saying I came up with it, but I see it. Like, it's just like, it's all coming to fruition. It's going to take time because that's how technology is. And you know, we, we, when I say we're boomers, it's because we are experienced and the, the space as a whole tends to be on the younger side. So they don't have that kind of historical experience. Like, look, man, this shit takes time. It doesn't just happen overnight. And in your eyes, you look and you're like, oh, Ethereum, like it did this, this, and this. And it's kind of the wrong way of viewing it because, okay, Ethereum used to be $100 or below that. Now it's what this is. But you can't judge everything based off of that because obviously, I mean, look at the, if you want to look at the overall experience, go use go use EVM and then go use something on Cosmos and tell me what's a better experience. I guarantee you it's going to be something on Cosmos. So just give it time. Agreed. It's going to happen. Agreed. And just let it you be. Know, you know? <laughs> for, for us that have been in the space for a long time, you know, like I've been here for five years. So I, I caught the end of a bull run. Then I, I watched in the bear. Then I got into a massive bull run and I was a massive lunatic. Uh, and, and it was so much fun. And then when it all crashed, a lot of people were like, why are you still in there though? You lost everything. Cause I lost a huge portfolio, but many of us did. And, and I was like, what do you mean? Why am I in there? First of all, I had to kind of decide, like, do I really want to stick with this? Can I, can I lose money and not freak out? Which the answer was obviously yes. Cause here I am. But, um, it's like, I love crypto. I love everything I see. I love utility. Uh, even before the DPEG and before the crash, I was already venturing into other chains and just interacting. And like you said, the UI and the UX on all these chains are different. And uh, no matter what they claim in their promotionals, when you go to use a chain, that's when you really see what's going on. And, and one, uh, one thing I loved about Terra Luna was the utility. I used so many protocols, starting with Anchor, which I was an Anchor maxi. I just loved the idea of spinning money through Anchor. But I went through every protocol that, that launched all the way up until Prism. When Prism launched, it was sort of towards the end of uh, before the DPEG. And I didn't uh, really get into it. But the one before that, I think, was Stator Labs. I mean, I still remember all these uh, protocols. And then, and then when I ventured off into other chains, like you said, Ethereum really pissed me off a lot of times just for the gas fees. I'm not against Ethereum. I'm just against paying high gas fees because I'm a numbers guy. And when you do the risk to reward math, and then you add in the gas fee, your risk to reward goes askew. And it's not even worth doing anymore unless you want to degen, uh, yeah. which sometimes pays off. But yeah, then I went to Solana and anybody who's been on Solana, oh my God, the tools, the community, the, the, the way that the NFT market spins around is just amazing. Anybody who wants to build great things in the cosmos can go and play around in Solana. And there's a thousand things there that don't exist on most chains that you could just simply bring here. 
Like it's amazing what's going yeah, on Russ, over there. Russ is, a, Russ is where it's at. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's, it's really cool stuff. But yeah. uh, the Cosmos going interchain is going to be super powerful. And you got a lot of EVM chain people from Ethereum uh, coming over uh, to the Cosmos, which is a really big deal in my opinion, um, because it's kind of pointing out that the high gas fees is kind of growing old on them too. So, you know, all of this, spend time, try chains, and you'll realize that the Cosmos user experience is fantastic. Yeah, that's the, I'll let, I'll give it to you, Trev. I just wanted that one, that last point to that. Yeah. Like from, and this is not financial advice, but like, if you are going to invest in anything, whether it's crypto or not, like you should be a user of the product. Like if you're going to invest in like a, you know, a product or you want to, whatever, you should use it and see if you like it. And that's the same thing in this space. Like don't just, in my opinion, don't just blindly buy things that you don't know of or, or have used or experienced it because maybe you're like, Oh yeah, someone's talking about this. You go over and use it. And you're just like confused and you're like, this is crap. And then like, why would you want to throw your money at that? Your hard earned time on planet earth. To, to throw money at something it's like it's not a good experience you know like i i'm the same way i explore everything i i just considered us like digital early digital explorers it's like we're just traveling around like looking and tra- trying shit out it's like oh yeah it was cool that was a fun time it was a good time maybe i'll throw some of my money at it and hope for the best or whatever but yeah like that's what's so cool about cosmos is like everything really is connected it's truly interoperable and then you could just like go over i always consider it like planets you could fly over to this other planet, go check it out. If you like it, it's, there you go. If you don't, go somewhere else. And it's like the ultimate sign, in my opinion, like a freedom. Like you're just free to roam like this galaxy. It's just a good time, man. Like I completely agree with everything you're saying. Like I just, I love doing this. And I my thesis was like this. It's like, do I want to continue my job that I have? It's a good skill and it's very useful. And it's, you know, I have a good skill set. I can always go back to the old world and work a shitty job for the rest of my life or go do something I have like complete passion about. I could put 12, 15 hours in straight. doesn't even feel like I'm working. I'm just enjoying everything. I love learning. I'm a nerd. And then I love helping others. So it's like, I get to do all that in this space. Let's just do this, you know, in the worst case scenario, it all went to zero. Yes, it would absolutely be terrifying. It would be horrible, but I go back to this crappy job and work it till I croak one day. And it's like, I'm, I can, I'm cool with that too. I don't want to do that. But so that was my conclusion and my thesis in this space. And then like comparing that with my job and people, are, you know, I talked to some people, they're like, Oh, that's crazy. You're going to be doing that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's also crazy working a job where it feels like it's sucking the life out of me every single day of my life too. So I would rather not do that, you know? So here I am and I'm glad to be here and I'll pass it over to you, Trev. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it, I have so much to say on the topic of all those things, uh, but we'd be here for freaking ever uh, if you guys heard me talk <laughs> about all those things. Uh, but I do want to say good GM, GM to everybody. Uh, Cos, uh, Cosmos Hassan and Amanda Jordan are shouting out some incredible people joining us. Yieldmos is here, Rena, Cryptorium, Chill Vibes, Forest, DSH. That looks like a bunch of leaves of some kind. Rio, Rocket, and uh Celio or Celo friends uh, on this Saturday morning. Uh, again, we're talking public goods and cosmos in general. Uh, and we have the incredible ARC protocol up here that's uh one of the recent grantees from our, our team at Dora Hacks. But uh I do want people just to come up here and talk and just to have a conversation about it. Um yeah, just come up here and have fun. If you want to talk, go ahead and speak. But ARC protocol, like from Nintendo to to ARC, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah so so 
Um, my name is Scotty. Everybody calls me Crypto Scotty in the space. My real name is Scott, but Scotty's just fine. Um, I basically represent ARK, and, and I'll give you a little history on ARK. Uh, the devs uh, that are bringing this amazing tech uh, are similar in age. Uh, some are a little younger, but, but Mr. T is a little older than me, if I'm not mistaken. And basically... We were all lunatics before the DPEG. I mean, we were heavy in crypto in general. And uh, when the DPEG happened, uh, within a couple of days, I think it was like three days later, ARC was, ARC was, was born. Um, because of what happened in the DPEG and, and, and you know, like uh, Cosmos Haas was saying, you know, planet to planet traveling and stuff. Well, the worst part is, is that when you travel through different chains, you know, so many of us, we sport our PFPs, which are usually NFTs we hold, and we, we sport them as part of our, our identity. But then when we go to another chain, suddenly we don't have that identity with us. But everybody who sees, like when I see Cosmos Haas, uh, a PFP, I know it's him, like right away, like, oh, I know that guy. You know, it's just, we associate these things. And so what happened was with this DPEG is, is Luna went to zero, while other chains didn't go to zero. And all the projects on the other chains had the option to stick around through the bear and stuff. But on Luna, all these projects had to migrate and the process of migrating was just so difficult. Now, ARC decided right away, like we want to try to create this tech that will allow you to immediately not only move with your NFT and, and carry your identity with you, but wherever you move to, you can then buy, sell, and utilize your NFT in that chain. Uh, and, and eventually, once all chains are connected, imagine you could literally buy a, uh, you know, uh, a, a Stargaze NFT using Luna and have it sent to your injective wallet or whatever. Like, and, and then stake it through cross-chain staking wherever the DAO is sitting, like Enterprise or DAO DAO or something like that, and it will simply accept your staking all in one click, even though it's going cross-chain. Uh, and, and what that does is that opens it up for everybody uh, to be able to kind of bounce back if there's an issue, if one chain has a major, like it, let's say a chain is hacked, you know, there used to be something called a 51% hack. I'm assuming it still exists. Uh, a chain can be taken down completely. Uh, imagine you, you got a chain that's dying and you just, you just move your NFT over. Uh, but even better, the creator has access to the ARC protocol user interface. And then the creator could literally set rules. It could freeze all the NFTs on that chain if we can't get them off of there and just have them reminted on, on the chain that they want to be on. And then everyone can then from there go roam freely and they can drop it. Like if you had to do something crazy like that, uh, you could literally airdrop to all the holders that you had, no matter what chains they're on. Uh, so this utility literally gives the freedom to travel across the cosmos, like you said, planet to planet, but with your belongings. So you get to bring your luggage with you, essentially. That's, I guess that's, the, that's a good metaphor. But, uh, but Arc Protocol is a team of some phenomenal devs. And, uh, I mean, they've contributed more to the ICS721 and the CW721 protocol more than anybody. They're the, the top contributors uh, to this. And, and, you know, chains like, uh, like Terra, you know, TFL and, and Stargaze recognize this months and months and months ago and we've been working with them uh behind the scenes because uh if anyone paid attention they are very interested in in these texts and and tara went and made enterprise 
and their Alliance DAO and their station wallet all interchain already without, you know, without really telling anybody that that was the plan. So I kind of feel like we were saying earlier about people who are successful in tech, you know, being bullish on tech. Well, if they were behind the scenes working on interchain without saying it to anybody, not even us, uh, that means that they see the future of this tech. So, I mean, that's that's just the, the basics of it. I feel like I've, I've said a lot. You know, the room <laughs> is kind of small. I'd be happy to answer questions about it. But, uh, you know, ARC has the infrastructure and, and will have the utility. Uh, and it will be super secure, more secure than any other protocol in the cosmos as, that, that can do things like this. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's a passion. It's a mission. Um, Mr. T does not want to see projects go to zero and not be able to move and be stuck. You know, a lot of the projects died because of it, uh, where, you know, other ecos, they didn't die. They just, you know, we went into our bear market and now that we're coming out of the bear market, so many of those projects are just flying high. Like, uh, even on Terra, you got galactic punks. They just went interchain. If you know galactic punks, they're probably the, the biggest OG project on Terra. Uh, and, uh, basically they went interchain. So Stargaze now recognizes the collection. And, uh, so a few of the community started to play around with it and send NFTs and, and somebody bought an NFT on, on Stargaze zone using stars. Uh, and it's a galactic punk. And I don't know if they kept it in stars and Stargaze or if they sent it back to Terra, but that's just the beginning you know, as we add more chains, projects get to decide what chains they want to associate to their collection. And eventually it won't even be what what chains do you want to associate. All chains are will be accessible. And and then the creator will have the option to blacklist chains if they want. If they're like, no, I don't want my community going to that chain, which I don't understand why somebody would want that. But the freedom to, to make those decisions for the creator will be there and, and holders will get to decide where they want to be. If you want to do a snapshot as a creator, it will see all your NFTs because the metadata is stored, all transactions are stored, all history is stored. If you want to airdrop, once you've done a snapshot, you'll know where to airdrop to and you'll be able to simply send whatever it is you're sending to the wallet that's holding the NFT on any chain it's on because it's all going to be visible through the user interface uh, that and the infrastructure that ARC has created from the relayers, the proxies, you know, and then we're, we're also working on callbacks, which... Uh, is a technical term for being able to cross-chain stake all seamlessly in one click and the transaction be recorded all as one so that it's easy to uh, to reference the transaction later as well. I, I like how you just drop all these features for Arc Protocol. Like, you, you make it sound so easy. Like, oh, you do this, you do that, one click this, one click that. And we know, being in this space, that it isn't that easy. And also, shout out to Vlad at Enterprise Mr. Vlad, Jordan, you don't need to raise your hand. Just, just jump, jump on in. You know, and if anybody wants to come up here and talk as well, you know, do, do, do hop in. You know, we're, we're up here to hear about these incredible projects building. Oh, I just had a quick question actually uh, for Arc Protocol. Um, heard of you guys for a while now. What are you guys using IBC? I'm assuming, or, or what's going on there uh, under the hood for the NFTs when they go interchain? So basically, the the end goal is all chains. Uh, whether they're IBC enabled or not, there are already bridges through EVM chains onto the Cosmos that I know of. 
so there is tech already developed for some of that, but currently all IBC enabled chains, that's, that's, the, that's the starting point. Any chain that's IBC enabled can utilize the ICS721, which is basically just a, a fancy code for the interchain utility. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, all of, all of Cosmos, but it's a step-by-step process, like, like was just mentioned. It's behind the scenes, so much is happening. If you want a good user experience and a good user interface, you need it to be quick click and, and, and settings and fields. And, and then behind the scenes, a lot has to happen. So, so yeah, good question, though. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool, cool. Hi, everyone. Cool. Um, I've joined cool. a bit late, but uh, can everyone hear me? <clears throat> No. <laughs> Travis, put your shit on mute, dude. <laughs> Sorry, like I was, I was having some issues with with, with 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 Twitter, and then I like coughed, and that was a whole lot of fun. <laughs> and it was almost like you were like insinuating, like, "Oh, dude, you're late." I'm gonna like <clears throat> to you, <laughs> like it was kind of funny. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> hey, I, I also wanted to point out real quick. I know I give a lot of info. Um, this is part of what Arc has me for. Because when the devs talk, it's sometimes it's hard to understand their their terminologies and stuff. But we we are a public good, and 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 the easiest I think the easiest way to to define it is is by simply saying, hey, look at all these utilities. But our project doesn't actually have a collection. We're not out there uh, building collections for ourselves. We're out there building utilities for for the space. So this is going to be accessible to the public with absolutely zero limitations. Uh, for use uh, of this infrastructure, anybody can transfer NFTs, and uh, and and any project can come to us and and add this utility to their project. And we do have a lot of projects in line right now, um, and uh, you guys will be seeing our posts on Twitter. Uh, we'll be doing cross promotions for every project that's going to change to try to get some some more awareness out there for them and for us. Yeah, I, fr- I freaking love it what you guys are doing. Um, can't wait for it. Darda, sorry, no, 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 it's <laughs> coughing and dying over here. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, apparently last time some people couldn't hear me, so I thought, okay, maybe I need to go back to my settings, but everything seems fine. Yeah, um, it's great what they're doing in our protocol. I think um, I'm also doing something similar. So they're implementing ICS721 for NFTs, whereas like my implementations for ICS. 27, which is the interchain accounts implementation in Cosmosm. And like the way I see like these public goods is uh, like one of the, I think, greatest po- superpowers of Cosmos is that like we have actual standards that a lot of protocols actually do follow. Whereas in like other ecosystems like Ethereum, they don't really have like an interoperability standard. And that's why if you look at the last 30 days, IBC has like the highest volume of all, all bridges, even including native. So I think I, I really like seeing these public goods where we actually we are actually implementing already existing standards in multiple places. So um, like our interoperability is actually much more powerful compared compared to other ecosystems. So definitely good stuff. Trev, you good over there? Yeah, yeah. I got got some water, so I'm no longer dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how I am. I it's usually about one. It's like I'm clockwork. Like it's like. Um, as you get older, your body it just is like a clock. And it's like the, the hour right before about 10 a.m. here for me. It's the same thing, dude. I'm like clearing my throat. I got to take like 
allergy stuff. It's like, it's fun getting older, man. Your body just kind of starts breaking down, especially if you're like always on the computer for your entire life and you never get outside and get some air. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyways, that's just funny. Uh, you were, you were right in the middle of this intro. It was, it was probably, it was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Anyways, just wanted to make sure you're okay. <laughs> just a little pulse check on you over there. No, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still alive. <laughs> you got you guys haven't gotten gotten rid of me yet. No, it, it's all, but like on a on a serious note, like having um, like a standardization to to be able to send essentially it's data packets, but with NFTs is pretty cool, and um, it gives more utility as a builder if if you have a collection. And just like I said, like the vision should be, we're kind of like all citizens on all these different planets, and if you know your planet potentially maybe getting hit by an asteroid in the in a Terra Luna in a sense that you can kind of get up and move and go relocate to the, you know, a different planet. And um, you know, before, before we really didn't have that because, well, we did, but like you, like we'll just use the analogy of for like UST, that, that was the only kind of currency for stable coins. Right. So like you just got it, you got wrecked unless you were, you left the entire galaxy and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to EVM or go over to this other you know place. And, now but we can use that in a sense with nfts as well like if you know okay well this chain's not where i want to be or i want to go do something else like you could just kind of get it you take your your nft and, and go elsewhere and we're seeing you know with kind of the interoperability and notion that these teams and um go to launch like they see nfts are very valuable for culture and everything else you know like they start airdropping to to NFT holders, and it's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna airdrop to bag kit holders. Well, how do we do it? You know, I've I've actually been helping teams kind of do that. Some teams will reach out and they're like, hey, like we're 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 gonna be launching soon, and we're thinking about doing an airdrop. Like we we're Web two guys. Like how do we do this? Like we 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 know how to build tech, but we don't even know how to do like how do we implement these NFTs? Like what's the way we go about it? And or I mean airdrops. And like to be able to have like kind of for anyone, just whether you're a coder or not, you're just like, hey, I really like this NFT project over here, but we'd like to maybe airdrop them some NFTs or like, how do we begin? And that's a lot of the questions that people have just in general, like, how do I do this? So to be able to have somewhere to to just, you know, point them like, hey, go over here, as opposed to like, let me set this private group up with this team that this has already done, a, you know, an, air, an, um, an airdrop in the past. And. Then I've been on, con con you know, I've had conversations with, you know, obviously brilliant engineers and they're like, look, man, this is what I wish I knew when I did my, uh, my airdrop and, you know, six months ago. And this is like the shit that went wrong, but like, don't do this, this and this. And to, to make it easier, right? Like, that's the only problem with having like the, the multi-chain slash, you know, app chain thesis is it's it's a little bit more difficult than like if you're on a monolithic it's like oh yeah just get these addresses and the the user just gets it instantaneously within their wallet like they don't even have to know anything and that's a better you that's a better experience for the end user but um you know how do we get that in this space too it's a little bit more difficult since everything technically is its own chain so that'll be pretty cool if that all good works out and the end user Cause you still get it like, Oh, well, you know, I get questions from users are like, Whoa, how do I do this? Oh, it's like my ledger is not allowing me. And I'm like, look, man, I, I'm not trying to bad mouth ledgers. I personally think they do more determined than good in this space. And it's always a good practice to have a hardware wallet. There's multiple hardware wallets out there, but 
I also get like most problems, if not all problems in this space tend to be some sort of issue with ledgers and compatibilities. And it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm over ledger. So like, I can't answer your question, unfortunately, if you have ledger questions, cause I just don't use it anymore. I don't. <laughs> Dang, man, I, I'd love to, I'd love to jump in on that one. Um, I don't know uh, how many of you really know me, but I'm also have my own project called Big Tiny Brand, where we do Web3 security, uh, data info security and, and compliance with all the regulations looming. But uh, long story short, I am definitely against hard wallets. And I know this is kind of a, a sore subject for some people, and I've had some debates on it. But uh, the way I see it is they give you a false sense of security. Uh, one of the biggest issues is understanding how wallets even work. A wallet does not hold anything. Your ledger is not holding anything. There is nothing in there. Everything is on the blockchain. Okay, most people when they get scammed, they're being scammed because they're 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 trusting the source and they're approving the transaction. The ledger will not save you from that, but it makes you feel safe because you have it. Also, if if you have a ledger and you do something stupid like not save your seed phrase and your ledger dies, so many people just believe it's all safe, but it's not. And if I have your seed phrase and you have your stuff on a ledger, I can just open up any compatible wallet on my browser extension and access your coins or your assets. So for me, these hardware wallets are just unnecessary. What's necessary is educating yourself and how people are getting scammed and how to develop safe practices so that you, when you do connect to protocols and you do take those risks, you're not risking everything you own. Holding everything in one wallet and then pretending like some hardware wallet's going to protect you, in my opinion, it's just not the way. Uh, and I actually just did a video with uh, on YouTube with uh, one of these YouTuber guys uh, in the space called the Alt Kings just about this subject. Just the other day, he hasn't actually dropped the video, but safe practices and different ways to utilize many wallets so that you never connect a wallet filled with assets to any protocols. Uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about this topic. Which is why I wanted to jump in. No, that's good. I'm, I feel the same. I feel the same way. I just. Awesome. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, 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 no. This is an open convo. But, uh, but then dialing backwards in in everything that you were saying about airdrops and stuff, uh, you know, the utility of ICS seven twenty one has existed before Arc built upon it. What that means is technically you can send your NFTs to anywhere in the cosmos. But the problem is interacting with it. Do you want to buy and sell them on that chain? Well, that chain doesn't recognize it. Also, when you're transferring it over, okay, if you transfer it over, it's got to go across what's, what's known as a channel. Well, if your NFT that you sent from some project goes across one channel and somebody else from the same project sends an NFT through a different channel, the, the destination chain, even though it's the same chain, will see them as two completely separate projects. So uh, the technology of being able to move around existed, but the being able to recognize and control the, the actual metadata so that as you're moving around the cosmos, you're recognized as part of that collection is where the infrastructure suddenly became needed. The ability for a project to say, okay, we're only gonna allow our NFTs to cross this one channel and we're going to blacklist all other channels, meaning your community can't mess up. 
because if you send an NFT right now across one channel and send it back across another, when it comes back, it's not even going to be recognized still. So there's these these limitations that existed that that Arc has been working on forever to try to solve all this and uh, and has and has solved it, uh, has found a way to create proxies to help uh, with with mitigating any kind of risk and and create channels so that uh, the create and and create the the rule settings in the UI so that the creator can choose to whitelist and blacklist certain channels, certain chains, so that their community doesn't make mistakes. Because at the end of the day, we can't expect everyone in the community to understand all the details. I mean, it's hard enough for me to understand. I'm not a developer. They have to explain all this stuff to me, and then I have to sit there and I have to understand it. And let me tell you, for a person that is not a techie, such as myself, it's not easy to understand it all. So what I like to do, like you said earlier, is I give a lot of info I like to just show you what you can do. If you want to know the details after that, please come see us. But it'll be boring to start to talk about uh, all the, the details of how it actually happens. Just know that we work super hard to ensure that all these little quirks and all these little limitations that existed are all being controlled now through our utility. You have to go through our utility, of course. Yeah, it was well said. Yeah. People don't want to learn about... Uh... Merkle proofs, <laughs> you know, they want to know what is a Merkle proof, but in a in a way that they can actually digest it, and that's that's what's up. But no, like back to touch on the the, it is a false sense of security when you think because you have a hardware wallet, it's gonna like save your life. <laughs> you know, it, it totally is. Now there is, I don't know, I'll shout them out because I think it's a really good wallet. Is um is uh Keystone because it's it's basically the seed is actually technically stored on the device and it's very secure in a way in a sense that if anyone even tried to pry that open it's a self-destructs so in a sense like say you like a lot of people are just mobile users right so it's like well what happens if someone like you know took your mobile phone off you and was like give me your money right now well if you didn't have that device there would be no way for them to transact on on your mobile phone so like in a sense like i i think that is really important but but yeah, for like ledgers and it's like, oh, well, I'm not doing this because it's not ledger friendly. It's like, well, you're beat then. Just keep wasting money and not collecting that airdrop or whatever's going on. And, um, you know, in, in a sense, like ledger cost me a lot of money because when the terror, this is, I'll tell you this funny story. It's just, we were talking about before with the UST thing. Well, essentially, Evmos was launching in Cosmos and they, they launched the chain. But they had to halt it because they could not figure out the ledger compatibility issues. So they basically halted the chain. And this was probably March or April of 22 before the May crash of UST. And they, you know, and my thing was, is like, I know this thing's going to run and it's going to like go to the moon because it's real inflationary. And at the time, that's what everyone was going for. And I was like, I'm going to take all my Luna and UST and basically just become like an Evmos well. And I was going to do it, then it got halted. So then I went and put all my Luna UST back into osmosis. And then we were talking about earlier about the bad experience with EVM and how high the gas fees were. They launched again, and this was legit probably like a week before the uh, Luna UST crash. But the only way you can get over to Evmos was using the Nomad bridge, and it was EVM. So like I went and took all my Luna UST, grabbed a bunch of ETH. And then I was trying to bridge over and I tried like three or four times and it failed. And at the time, each gas fee was probably about like $65, $70.
And I just lost it, man. I was like, this is, this is dog shit. Like I will never do this ever again. And then I took all my, my ETH and was like, screw ETH. Like I'm going back to the cosmos. And I took all that, went back to living USD and I'm not kidding you. I swear it was within a week. That's when the whole crap happened. And I was like, are you kidding me, man? It was like a triple, it was like a double, triple whammy. And I was like, oh gosh, whatever. But like you were saying earlier, like, I just believe in it, right? Like I just believe in the tech and the cosmos. And I've been saying this forever, like forever. There's just no way that like the future of crypto can be the best version of itself without IB, you know, IBC. Like there's just no way around it. Like no one's going to be like, hey, let me just devote the next three or four years of doing nothing besides working on some sort of protocol that's going to make everything ubiquitous. Like no one's going to do it. Like you would be a moron to do it. It's like if someone built, built a tra uh, railways and the canals and the, you know, this infrastructure, they spent three or four years nonstop. Like why would someone go, okay, let me just do the same thing. It's not really like a technically a lucrative pro proposition for them. And like you could tap into cosmos and you have all this, like basically free infrastructure. Really, if you think about it, like, the SDK is a free, amazing software kit that you get to use. And also you can like alter it to do what you feel is best. And it's like you got Tenderman and it, it's just like we have all these tools out there. And there's a reason why IBC uh, transactions, you can like all, all the other bridges outside of, of IBC, like the, the all the other bridges, you can probably combine them. I don't know the numbers. I'm just going to rant about it. You could probably add them all together and it's not even remotely close to anything ibc is doing on a day-to-day -day, you know so it's like why would you go and not tap into that so my thesis has been forever now does it make all the pre-existing app chains like more valuable maybe maybe not i think it does but it's like everyone's going to utilize this technology some way some shape or form and everyone you see it like teams are going out of their way they're building ibc everywhere you got like composable and just like um i think it's quorum they're building like um, like ways for like XRP ledger to interact with Cosmos, like everyone's doing it, right? It's like you see, you see it happen. And I've seen this like, you know, I'm not trying to like, oh, when I was a kid or pat myself on the back, but it's just to me like philosophically and just like technologically and just business acumen. It's like, why wouldn't everyone want to tap into this? Because it's not a competition. It's like, we're making your shit better. So why not use it, right? Now, does that in the long run, make prices of these assets go up that's been in here since day one i don't know but i almost look at it like it's um you know why is new york city very like we'll use eth for an example even though we know ethereum like evm the tech is kind of i don't want to be rude but it's kind of antiquated but it's almost like it's like new york city right like you can get a direct flight to new york city basically like all from anywhere in the world so like new york city is always going to have good tourism and you know the, the the location of it, the buildings. If you're rent, if you own a building right by it, it's probably going to be more valuable over time. And it's like, do we see that with like the the quote unquote um, blue chips of Cosmos? Probably, you know. So it's like that. That's always been my long term thesis on you know the the ones that have built some sort of foundation and value in this space. And it's like that's why I throw. When I when I position my portfolio, I'm like, I'm going for this one because they're doing this. They're going, you know, this this chain is doing this. And it's like, that's been my thing. And it, now now you're starting to see it, right? You If you went on YouTube three years ago, you had to go out of your way to find Cosmos. Like, no one was talking about it. Like, literally no one. You'd have, like, obviously, CryptoCita has been a couple other people. But even them, like, you couldn't find them on your searches. Like, you weren't finding them. Unless you really like to be a nerd. 
and you wanted to know how shit works and you're like, well, why does this do this? And why does it do that? Like you, then you're going to find Cosmos. I mean, that's how I found Cosmos is like, just researching, you know? So now it's like the opposite. Like you're starting to see, you want to call them grifters or whatever you want to call them, but you hear Cosmos way, way more. And that's great. That's what we want, right? We want people to experience. And, and that's what I've been saying the entire time is like when people are saying stuff, I'm like, look, I don't like when, when I would go to conferences and it would be like an EVM conference and they're asking me questions and I would explain how the tech works with analogies and metaphors or whatever. I would just simply say, I don't care what chain you go use, just go use it. You tell me if it's a good experience or not. And no one's ever like, Oh, that's shit. You know, like, let me leave here and not like, that's the thing is like, but how do we get people to do that? And it takes all this infrastructure and these common, you know, these goods that make the, the experience better. And it's kind of like the unsung heroes, you know, you, you just need to have all this stuff for the end user at the end of the day, just to be like, man, that was like pretty smooth. And they don't even need to know, like, look, man, you just interacted with like seven different blockchains and it just works seamlessly. And it's, it has, it's, it's, it's like so much better. Like, I just like always want to shout out the people that done all the work and, you know, made this happen because it's, it's been great, man. Like I'm not trying to toot their horn or whatever, but I know in the three years that I've basically been in Cosmos, like nonstop, it's way, way better. And I think it's going to be way, way better in three more years from now. So that's, that's where I'll leave that at. And I'll take some water. Cause I just spoke for like, 10 <laughs> <minutes>. so, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I, think, I think it's important to note that, the experience matters on two sides, both for the creators and for the holders, communities, DGENs, traders, whatever we want to call them. And what's really cool about the Cosmos is the Cosmos SDK is, is so freaking easy and powerful. Like it's such a great, great platform. And then the user experience is good too for the, your minters and, and your holders and stuff. So uh, it's a powerful chain because it covers both sides of that. So I, I thought that that was kind of important to note that Cosmos is great for both sides. Yeah, totally. I think I want to go back to like the wallet security that we talked about a little bit before, but I think one of the things that is going to be bigger in the next, like, um, I guess maybe bull market or one of the next narratives is like multi-sig and smart contract wallets and account abstraction. And I think, um, you know, Cosmos is doing some good, um, good stuff in that. Like if you've seen the account module, like that's going to probably be included in the SDK in the future fully. Um, you're going to be able to like basically do um, have accounts using any kind of signature verification. And if you're following, like, uh, there's a new chain called Zion that's, like, on testnet right now, but basically you can uh, you can currently, like, just use it with your email and create an account, and I actually tried using it. It was, like, super uh, comfortable. Um, but I think uh, the Cosmosm and Cosmos SDK, like, are providing, like, a lot of utility currently for account abstraction. One uh, good thing about these public goods is that, for example, my contract, this is a use case, I never thought about it, but there's a team called Nomos that are actually adopting my interchain accounts contract in order to extend the capabilities of Zion to all interchain accounts. So essentially, you'll be able to um, uh, like use your email to create an account on every chain. Um, and when you build these public goods, they end up having these consequences that you've never thought about. Um, yeah. Yeah, you brought up some good points there. Um, I don't personally, from a security standpoint, I don't like the idea of utilizing email so long as uh, we don't have any protections. Like if, if your bank gets hacked, they give you your money back. But in crypto, if you get hacked, you don't get nothing back. So if I'm using my email, I'll personally feel less secure unless I fully understand how they're protecting. Me. 
No, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think what I want, what I'm trying to say is it's a multi-sig that includes your like one of the things that includes is the like uh, like the email thing that like Zion has. So you could have your hard wallet plus maybe like a soft wallet and also your email on top of that, uh, as, as an example. That's awesome. Yeah, I I always preach that for the whales for people who have a ton of money who want to keep it in crypto. I say use multi-sigs to hold it. That way, if you have one wallet that gets hacked. They still need to hack other wallets just to access your multi-sig. So it's it's an extra layer of protection. It's also a major deterrent because these scammers have it easy with easy prey. They like the low-hanging fruits. If you make it more difficult to get to your money, they'll leave you alone. Exactly. And one thing you can do with smart contract wallets that I like like to preach is that like um even if you lose your like all your keys or something, like you lose most of them. You can program it into the smart contract that like if no transaction occurs within like a within like one year, it sends like it allows another wallet to control it. Like like maybe a less secure wallet, but in that's in case like you lost all your keys or something like that. Ooh, I never heard of that. That's great info. I love it. I love it. These type of uh protections will slowly get us closer towards mass adoption. I mean, we hear that term mass adoption, but but we have to consider that it's never going to happen until interfacing with crypto is as easy as interfacing with PayPal and your bank app. They don't want to see codes. They don't want to see a string of wallet addresses. They want to know that it's a one click, easy to go. They, they, mass adoption will never happen until crypto is super easy to use. Yeah, so that's why like, um, if you're interested in that, in Ethereum, like I think Safe Wallet does that, like the recovery thing with multisig. You can look into that. I think in Cosmos, uh, Nomos is building that. I think they're on testnet and Archway, uh, and they are going to expand to the chain soon. And if you're interested in account abstraction, looking into Zion, uh, because I think they have incentivized testnet right now. So, uh, it's like if you're looking for airdrops, might be something interesting. Yeah, is there any multisigs in Cosmos? Sorry, what? Are there any multi-sigs available in Cosmos that cover like the majority of the chains? The only one that I know that, I was going to say, the only team that I know that's been doing multi-sigs is uh, Territory. They build out some ter uh, multi-sig stuff where you can like tap. Territory. Yeah, Territory. Yeah, about, and they're causing laws. What about Enterprise on Terra? What about DowDow? Don't they offer also Policy. Policy. Someone's not going. Yeah, I'm looking for like a, um, I'm looking for like a solution that I can use. Um, you know, that covers Osmosis, Celestia, Cosmos Hub, Stride, Persistence, you know, all the main kind of popular chains all in one UX. Uh, it's coming, but it's not there yet. It's close. We're so close. We're so close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. don't think it's there yet. I think Arc is um, echoing when uh, not on mute, but um, yeah, yeah, no, it's just, I was just curious. Um, you know what's interesting is uh, all these app chains, it's, it's, it's an interesting experience compared to Ethereum. Um, kind of these roadmaps have started in completely different ways as far as ecosystems where Cosmos has scaled kind of horizontally and Ethereum is trying to go up and vertically with L2s and now trying to like do app civic rollups while Cosmos app chains also start to like try to integrate into the stack and build more into one chain and also bring their chains together somehow. It's just, 
it's quite I, for what it's worth, I think Cosmos had the right idea, but I think the, uh, yeah, there, there's some work to do with the UX, as we all know. Yesterday, I bridged from Arbitrum. They have like a, a wrap TIA token. I buy Hyperlane. And I bridged it to Neutron, and then I had to, I bridged it to Osmosis, and then that just put me in a whirl. I had to go, I had to try to send it to Stride, then I had to send it back to Osmosis. Then back to Neutron, and then the only place I could bridge was to Celestia directly to, like, I suppose unwrap the 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 tokenness, I think, or something. Andy, yeah, it was a little bit of a situation. Are you when you're doing all that? I mean, I don't know. I would assume that Squid Squid can do all that for you without you having to like do all that work yourself. They don't even charge like any fees. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I think I was trying to farm the Hyperlane. Uh, potential airdrop and things okay. there it is that that explains everything <laughs> yeah because if like what you just said like i know that uh fig from squid has all that built out like this dude this dude legit was a, like a, like a surgeon and then he's like all right i'm tired of doing this and became like a master coder but yeah squid is what's up like if you were trying to do e- like anytime anyone's trying to do evm to cosmos or vice versa just use squid man because it, it like it's just one click transactions and they do all those like all those maneuvers that you were just talking about they'll just do it all for you and you know and it works every single time like i don't know yeah. maybe it failed once or twice but the money the money because it's a, it's basically built in cosmos it's always the, how the code base is and it always will go back to the original destination like there's no chance of it getting lost or whatever so i would just hypothetically just use them in the future but like if you're trying to do airdrops and they need you to do it yourself manually then i totally understand why you would do that and, and andy you're you're working on on some cool stuff here you want to talk a little bit about that as well yeah just briefly like uh, uh happy to share some things just like doing a lot of ed- educational work uh in EVM and L2s and modular blockchains and um, you know very very interested in quite a few of these kind of concepts with regards to scaling without uh, without going back on the core principles and the ethos of crypto right so trying to figure out like you know how we can scale blockchains in ways which are uh, you know uh, decentralized and uh efficient and um you know cost effective and things i run a uh education company called the roll-up um we do a lot of podcasts a lot of media on-chain tutorials uh written content research things like that um you know pretty pretty active in evm land and you know fairly active in cosmos over the last couple of years been doing it for like three years um you know, and I think uh, I think there's a lot to be said about trying to basically be a middle ground and, and a middle uh, way almost between like these gigabrain developers and and people here, like um, you know, in, in in space as well as just in in you know different teams, and then like the people that want to kind of come in and like learn and be a part of these ecosystems. So we try to kind of be that force for good, uh, you know, and and and. Uh, provide people with an opportunity to learn about complex concepts in a digestible manner so just call your just call yourself a translator that's what i tell everyone yeah exactly man because i've been doing the same thing for three years i get like i've been so blessed and fortunate that i've honestly for the most part have had private conversations with every team every l1 in cosmos and i just pick their brains 
but I've spent so much time with these eclectic geniuses and a lot of them are socially awkward. They don't know how to communicate, but I, I understand what they're saying. So then, you know, I just, I just translate it to relatable, digestible language for just the normal person. It's, it's a very, anyone that's doing that, I commend them. Well, first, because that's how you move the space forward. But it's also it's a it's a skill it's a it's a it's a good skill to have and you're essentially because it's all it is it's language you're just translating language to to ways that people you know they're they're talking alien and no one else on planet Earth for the most part understands it except for just a small percentile of humans so now you're trying to take it and be like okay how can I digest how do I digest this and how do I think that my audience or the people the normal people how do they understand it and that's that's what you got to do man you got to use visualizations and just metaphors analogies and it's 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 great man i i think you should probably pin your um because I, I i thought it was really good actually the most i don't know if it was your most recent one but you did the interview with nick white from celestia i thought it was really good and it makes it and he did a really well good job like he did a really really good job yeah he made it easy man yes yeah, so, like it's just something I think everyone should listen to because it helps, you know, it helps people understand like what the hell Celestia is. Cause I get that question sometimes like, what does Celestia do? I can't, I can't wrap my brain around it. And yeah. then I, you know, I tell them, I just try to translate it. Like, look, like you weren't on here earlier, but I, you know, I, I, when I talk about cosmos, I consider it like a galaxy and it's a bunch of planets and, you know, as an investor or just a user and, or just a dev or a builder, like I, I don't think it's always wise to just have all your, resources are one planet because like we're just a bunch of rocks and outer space and there's a bunch of asteroids that can hit your planet so like if you were tied up into all your eggs are in one basket i've been saying this forever it's like even if you're like a real big eth guy in my opinion you should have you should diversify where your resources are on all these different planets because like if you were just a terra luna guy and all your money and all everything was just in luna like then you got super super wrecked as opposed to like uh -huh. what's great about cosmos is we all got hit by it because at the time UST was the only show in town for the most part. So we got wrecked, but we didn't get like taken out of the game. Like we still had more lives in our video game or whatever. Like now it's like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like we did all this work and we were on level 20, we were on level 99 and it was like, we got reset back to like level seven and it's going to take us forever to get back to level 99, but we're still in the game. And it's like, that's how I like to look at things and explain it to people. Cause if you don't like everyone gets disinterested and one of the things i really really enjoy about cosmos is it's a more in my opinion it's a more educated um audience than other ecosystems out there and it's no knock on them but when i like tune into any other space it's all about it's i mean people can do whatever they want they're, they're just having a good time and that's fine but like when i tune into cosmos it's like i'm actually going to learn something today and i'm going to like from everything right and it's like it's more to me that's what i want now if you want to talk like shit posts and all this other stuff, then probably you won't, don't want to tune into anything Cosmos because not saying there isn't some shit posters in Cosmos, but there really isn't many. So I just enjoy, you know, this. And I thought you did, you, you do a really good job. And I thought that that was really, you know, it was a good space and good. It was, it's, it's worth people listening. I think it was like over an hour or whatever. It's, it's worth your time. Where, where did Andy go? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. We, we, oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll try we'll try to get it back but on yeah, the is my echo posters, gone yeah yeah is my, the, the, my echo's that, gone that, yeah the echo's all right now okay uh, and we, we i wanted to yeah. We, yeah i was gonna we, say we, i wanted to offer andy like uh be happy to come on his thing and 
and and help educate about arc or or safety you know safety security in the space so uh if, if he if he comes back we'll tell him yeah he I'll, have I'll, a connection I'll, problems because i it was like echoing really bad when he was on there so i think it was it may have been him i'm not quite sure yeah. but, you know, I'll, 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 I'll ping him. Uh, and I do want to call on uh, Musa. You, you, you requested to come up here and anybody can come up here and, and request to speak. You know, this is just an open kind of conversation about public goods with, with Ark and Soder and the cool stuff he's doing and roll up. Um, I see a lot of waving. Did you have something you, you want, you, a question for one of the one of the teams up here or some kind of input? Musa, Musa, we don't, we don't, we don't have you, I suppose. Somebody calling me. <laughs> no, that's the, that's I'll the, get uh, it. Is that a soundboard? <laughs> that's the soundboard. They got a little phone on there. That's what I do when people just go rogue and you're, and you're talking. It's pretty funny. You know, you waited all, all this time to say something and, you know, where, where, where do you really go? <laughs> it's, it's all good, man. It's a good, it's a good time, man. This, this has been fun. I, um, I used to do uh, a space every Saturday. With, with with the ride chain we would just talk about like crypto ai the future and stuff and it was always a good time but he's the my main guest is out in vietnam so it's like midnight this time or whatever for him it's like yeah i don't expect you to be on your weekend and hop on a space at that time so this was like a this is a great feeler man and it's uh no man it's always good to talk shop especially on the weekend because like it's just me i love the weekends and it's like a good way of getting my weekend started and but anyways, man, I, I like what you guys are doing, Art, man. I, I know I've been in a bunch of combos with um, a couple different teams that have been working towards, a, like, getting a standardization and, and NFTs and all that. And, um, yeah, man, it's awesome. It's cool to just see in general. Um, just it's insane, man. Like, we'll just use uh, Bad Kids for an example. The mint was March eleventh, twenty twenty two, and it was like I don't even remember what the mint was. It was it was very cheap say 10 bucks 20 bucks and now like one bad kid is like over 4k it's pretty insane so i remember the 200 dollars thinking i'm not putting 200 bucks into a cosmos nft right now like during the bear i was like i don't have 200 bucks to throw at it and st and, and looking back you know all obviously hindsight i'd have been doing very well had i picked up one or two but uh but so it goes but yeah. you're right it started off small and who did they take off yeah it's every dev that's building in the in the eco has one and it's just kind of like the cultural it's just a cultural thing and it's just uh you know not financial advice but i still feel like it's it's undervalued because like everyone's airdropping to it and you know it's just it's the it's the vibe and it was the first nft in in all of crypto to be hand drawn and like you know it's just it's pretty cool so it's it's bad yeah, the, it's bad art you know it's just it's a good <laughs> the airdrop meta is also big getting airdrops to communities is a big thing right now in crypto just be aware everybody that uh not every airdrop is safe uh so be just be careful when interacting with different airdrops if you're not sure who it is or what it is don't just go trying to buy sell trade with it first look into it it's important yeah it, exactly and also don't do anything when you're really tired like well, I got, I got rugged one time on uh, Solana about a year ago. I was like half out of it, and I had a phantom wallet at the time. It would have been a little bit more than a year ago, and I was half out of it. And uh, it was like, oh yeah, you, you get this free, you get a free. I it was just a free NFT. It wasn't even free money. And I was like, oh cool, yeah, because it, it came on my phantom wallet at the time, and I didn't realize like how 
scammy things were at the time. I just figured like, cause Kepler, that doesn't happen on Kepler. You don't get like a notification like, Hey, there's a free airdrop and you, you, you know, you're good. Just so Lana is dangerous. Yeah. The wild got, West out there. You have yep. to, you have to understand what you're doing on Solana. You're going to get wallet drained very quickly. That's what happened, man. I got super wallet drained. I think at the time I had like 15 soul just like hanging out, just chilling. Oh, yeah, that's got, bad. Yeah. They just took it. I use, yeah. I use a safe practice where I interact with 17 different wallets right now. And if I'm buying or selling NFTs, that number goes up and down because I separate all my assets into many wallets. And the more assets I have, uh, the more likely I'll get into multi-sig wallets uh, if needed to store long holds. But, uh, but I never connect on Solana to anything with a wallet that has any assets in it ever. I have plenty of hot wallets that are empty to interact with because I have been wallet drained just last year at least three times but they got 0.01 Solana each time because that was the scam for the free mint whatever that drained everybody else who did it uh, of all their assets where, you know, if they didn't have a safe practice. So connecting, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. We're having so much fun degening and buying and selling and then somebody drains you and it's like, it could ruin the whole experience for the rest of time for you. So, oh yeah. Uh, like I feel terrible when that happens to people, you know, like it seems like a lot of people are more educated and it takes us all to help one another. But, you know, when like, a couple of years ago, like Telegram, it's still, you know, there's still a bunch of scammers out there. But like now it's, it, it seems like in, in general, people are more aware of it. It's like, hey, if you get a random DM, it's not going to be the administrator. It's not someone from the official team. It's gonna and, and people never, still fall for it. It's yeah, sad. people still do. It, and it's like, Telegram guess, is dangerous. You can't, Telegram is super dangerous. You can't protect everyone. I guess there's always going to be lone nope. lone people. There's always going to be uh people like a, a, a an animal wild as wounded or whatever. I guess <laughs> new fish. There's always yeah. going to be new fish to scam. Unfortunately, Oof. so we got to try to educate people quickly when they come in but uh, you know like solana on telegram you have these bots like i use Bonkbot, for example and there's a lot like it out there i just put in a coin address for any any coin and i click to buy it and and then boom how much soul i want to buy with and, and then just just does it instantly it's like a sniper uh it's not exactly a sniper but it's a quick quick transaction bot but understand that every time i make any gains i take the money out of there i do not trust that wallet i consider that wallet a super hot wallet because it was created for me in Bonkbot on telegram and then my my private keys are given to me there only once and then after that it deletes it and it's gone so i think there's a way to get it still but anyways point being is there's a lot happening there's a lot of moving parts and you gotta use you know you gotta just use your use your head and and yeah when you're tired it's the worst time i did a transaction recently when i was tired i did a 300 dollars usdc purchase and it didn't go through it failed and i was like i was like clicking real quick like just do it and it turned out that usdc for like two minutes on that amm somehow dropped to 91 cents and i lost I bought $300, I got $275 worth of that coin or whatever it came to. And, and, and then within like, like less than a minute, boom, it went back to a dollar, it pegged itself. So I was like, so it didn't depeg necessarily because of the way AMMs work on their curve. They just had a shortage of, 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 of something in there which caused the, the value of USDC on their AMM to drop and I wasn't paying attention. And that's a quick $25 loss. And for me, I don't like to lose 25 bucks. 
Yeah, yeah. they're totally. There's there's a lot of that in the in, in this space, but we just got we just gotta eat it, right? But the general public is will be kind of pissed. Um, <laughs> Cosmos. That's the I truth. Mean, but you know, us that have yeah. been here a long time are being rewarded for being here. I got the Wen airdrop on eleven wallets. I got the Jupe airdrop on ten wallets uh, because I interact with so many wallets. Uh, and that equaled about $4,000 and not to boast about how much, but I mean, and I wasn't a big user. I know people with huge allocations, like, but for me, four grand just handed to me after losing, you know, hundreds of thousands in Luna. It's a nice feeling to be like, Hey, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting during the bear. Here's some money. That that was a great feeling to collect and claim all that. Yeah, totally. You have a lot of builders in this room. I can see them that were big into Luna and part of why Luna was successful. So you guys keep bringing up Luna. It feels like getting kicked in the nuts uh, half a dozen times, but like we should be used to it by now, but you know, it's, it still hurts now, doesn't it? People listening. Um, Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, man. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. We were in the deep egg. You can't hurt us now. Yeah. I do want to call on Kinka Rio though, who's been sitting here very patiently. Do you have something to jump in on? Yeah, people requesting to speak, but they have nothing to say. Maybe they just want to come up here and hang out with us. It's all good, man. We're we're here to hang. I think. Yeah, I think with Luna, the, the the main problem is you know it actually damaged like the actual DeFi users a lot. Like you know when FTX happened and other like um, centralized exchanges happened. You know it's of course it's bad, but inside you're thinking, okay, you know they should have known better. Like you know we have DeFi, it's like. Um, it's not a centralized service, but you know, Luna was all like basically DeFi DGENs that that got hurt the most. So I think, um, uh, and in- including myself, so um, that I think that was much more damaging to the space than actually even even a bigger exchange getting hit. Yeah, because the exchange was theft. Luna was manipulated, destroyed, and we were all riding that wave and it was feeling great and the utilities were fun. And honestly, I had spreadsheets and I was working on on investment uh, uh, strategy to really go big right before the DPEG and like many were doing. So it was it was very painful to watch go watch it go to zero in two days. And it was even more painful to enter my wallets into these tracking programs that are available online for it to show me how much it was worth at the peak, because at the peak of my wallet, I was halfway to retirement. Now, the upside is that I started with a very small amount of money. So it was all unrealized, unrealized gain, unrealized loss. I have more money in crypto than I started with four or five years ago, and I have not put more in. So for me, it's uh, it's been just a really fun ride. You know, it's money. If you can't handle it, then don't don't go big. But uh, but you're right. It definitely damaged. It hurt so many people, and people left the space and are just now trickling back in, realizing, hey, is stuff coming back. Yeah, I mean, you're you're old enough to remember. Like, that's just how tech is, man. It's really speculative. I remember, like, even like Amazon going down like sixty percent one year, and same thing with Microsoft. And just kind of kind of is what it is because most humans on planet Earth just do not understand how technology is and what it does, how it works, and why it will work in the future and benefit humans and all that other stuff. At the end of the day, and you know, not too long ago, people thought the internet was a scam, and everyone was saying, "Oh, the internet's a scam. The internet's a scam. It's for weirdos. And, oh, it's for illicit activities." And then you just like rinse and repeat, and it's the same concept and same th- theory and 
thought process and thesis now. It's like, oh, you know, Bitcoin's for you know, money launderers and, you know, it funds terrorism. It's like, the, you just, it's the same shit. It's just like, it's like 20 years later, right? It's just like, but yeah, we first, all first they knock you, is. then they join you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it is what it is. I mean, I see Rio's hand is back. Yeah, that sounds yeah, so great. I Rio, see Rio's you're, hand you're is alive. Back. What's up, man? Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. We hear you. Okay, great. Hey, hey. so, man, I'd really love to pick your guys' brain on how to get USDC from Solana over to the Cosmos. I can't find a direct route other than going through a sex. Just use uh, Osmosis. They have, a, they have a bridge to wormhole. So, no, no, there, uh... Are you sure USDC can go through wormhole? No, you know what? Is I don't think there is. There's a couple teams building IBC from uh, Solana to the Cosmos. The, the I think only thing that I, I know of Change is, Now. Is, Do you guys know that website, Change Now? Wait, which route are you using? Are you trying to do? I want to go USDC from Solana to anywhere in the Cosmos. Don't even matter. Okay, so I'm not sure about USDC specifically, but what I do is I have to swap the USDC to Solana. The reason why I do that is because there's Solana liquidity on osmosis. So I take the Solana, well, take the USDC on Solana, swap it to Sol, right? You have Sol on Solana. Then you're using Wormhole to bridge the Sol on Solana to wrapped Sol on osmosis. Then from there, you can then swap in the osmosis liquidity pools to any assets of your choosing. Um, that's what the, a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's the route I use. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there no, yet with, I, with Solana. What you could do to make it real simple, though, is just swap, like you said, just swap it to Sol, go on osmosis, click deposit, and it'll, it'll just go over to, it'll just go. You don't even have to worry about doing anything else besides that. And then, yeah, if you want whatever asset that. you want. I I, work, I do a lot of work in the Solana, and I want to be I want to have a fast uh, stablecoin route where I can go back and forth, and we're just not there yet. And I, I was well, does Axelar? What no, about Axelar? No, Axelar no, Axelar doesn't do it. It's all EVM. Do it, okay. yeah. well, I think I think Cosmos is too worried about EVM. I mean, you guys are probably uh, no, no, there's people me. building right now, dude. There's people. It's gonna. It's not gonna be much longer. Picasso is building IBC to Solana and to anything in Cosmos. Like, it's not that much further away. It just takes time, man. Like, it's just. It's sadly that shit takes yeah, time. The, for it to no, be- no, I hear you. I I think the focus shouldn't have been on EVM. To be honest with you, it should have been on Solana. I think you should uh, skate where the puck is is going, not not where it's been. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I like, agree at, with that. At the time, though, when Axler and everyone was building, like Solana was at like eight bucks too, though. You know what I mean? So it's like I kind of understand there was, like, at the time, Solana was had a very bad reputation. Although, like, people here have always liked it. Well, one because it's Rust and it's quick and it's it's just not a high you know high fees. But yeah, I, I agree that maybe I think it, it wouldn't take much for someone to be like, look. We're gonna do a USDC USDC poll on um, on osmosis, and it's gonna just be 
you know, USDC slash, you know, basically a Solana version of it. And it's just going to wrap over and, and it's just native USDC on Cosmos because we have Circle. You guys have Circle. So it's like, why not just have a fucking pool that has, it doesn't even have to be much, just like 500K worth. So people can come over and there's no, there's literally zero slippage. Just like right now, like you could bring USDC from EVM, you know, and come even like from, from, uh, yeah, EVM to, uh, to Osmosis and there's zero slippage. Like you can, you can do like a hundred K and it'll be a hundred K. Like there's, you, you don't lose anything. Maybe you, a couple pennies. I don't know, but it's not anything. It's like, yeah, I agree. That needs to be a precedent. I do know that I was talking to uh, the composable team and I don't think it's much further away where it's going to be a reality for, for just like, it won't even be wormhole. It's just going to be native IBC basically just boom right through. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Look, looking forward to that. Just, you know, I've, I've messed around on a bunch of different blockchains and I see, uh, you know, what Solana is doing with their cell phone and, and that's going to be such an easy way to onboard normies or retail, whatever you want to call it. And uh, Cosmos needs that pipeline, you know, because I don't, to be honest with you guys, I don't see uh, Cosmos doing anything to, to, to get outside of crypto and onboard normies other than Akado. You know, but it's still, it's, it's not, you got to be a little technical to figure all that stuff out. Whereas in Solana, you get that cell phone and, and you're in, right. You can start doing stuff. You know, you have a wallet embedded within the cell phone and that's tits. That's, that's yeah. good stuff. No. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I, I just, that's, I, that's, it's a home run. That's, or that's a grand slam. You know um, that I agree, man. That I've just always, opens the floodgate. Yeah, I've always been a big Solana guy. That's the only thing that I'll pretty much that I'll spend time and focal and like see what's going on because I'm just the Rust guy. Like it's just the better, just the better experience. You know, it's more smooth. And Ark was we, we before you came up. I mean, we spent probably like 10, 15 minutes talking about Solana for a while. You know, so we're we're big. I've always liked Solana because I just me too. I, the, the way that Love I do it. things, I just like good experiences. And there's no one that's going to be like, oh. That was a shit experience on Solana. Let me go over to EVM and go do something over there. Like it's just, it's no knock on EVM. I, I do stuff on EVM as well, but like no one's gonna say that unless you're just being naive. Like you're just lying to yourself, you know. So there's that. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I, I don't even mess with EVM anymore. Uh, it's just Solana and Cosmos for me. And that 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 Tensor Marketplace, that Magic Eden Marketplace is so good. I mean, that's so good. I, I, I hope we can get something like that over in the cosmos. Stargaze is good, but man, when, when you play around over there on, on those two empty uh, marketplaces, it's like, wow, it feels like you're in the future. I wanted to chime in real quick because uh, you mentioned Solana and uh, the, the Saga phone, right? So what's actually interesting, and the, the Solana co-founders have talked about this for, uh, they drop it here and there, right? And uh, the tech on the Solana Saga phones uh, for the seed vault, basically it's, it's an encrypted vault that uh, is supposedly securely storing your uh, seed phrases and whatnot for wallets. Um, technically, it's actually chain agnostic. So even though they're kind of spearheading all this and most of the dApps or pretty much all the dApps are all Solana native, uh, there are some cross-chain dApps, but they're mostly like what, maybe like the Mayan Finance wormhole bridge, for example. Um, so they've actually stated that other teams from other blockchains can come in and actually start developing dApps for the uh, Saga phone. 
And so I think there's an opportunity for the first few teams to start building there and get some really good cross chain exposure. Um, I don't know if anyone's been doing that yet, but uh, I think, really- yeah, I think Eclipse is doing like SV, uh, SVV or excuse me, SVMs. I can't talk right now. SVMs. So like you can deploy either way. So pretty soon you'll be able to be, you know, someone just a Solana dev and build something natively in Cosmos or vice versa. So that, that would be something to look forward to. And I don't think that's too much further. The The dude's name is Neil. And he's, I think I talked to him a couple of years ago. They've been working on it for a while. So I don't think it should be too much longer. It seems like stuff like that takes like two and a half years. And we're seeing that right now, like dimensions are going to launch. And I know that's not, has nothing to do with, solana but that, that's usually my timetable when people are like oh yeah they tell me some idea like two years ago and it seems like okay now it's all starting to come out right now so i would f- feel pretty good that it's probably going to happen within no longer than by the end of the, the first half of the year i would i would probably say all this stuff that we're talking about is going to be there so that'll be cool and that's that's what it's about that would like, be amazing it's it's yeah. a game changer guys i mean that is a game changer we're, we're what one trillion market cap or something like that We'll go to 10 trillion. We'll go to 10 trillion with that. Just the, the ability to give normies a cell phone where they can start doing DeFi and NFTs and all that stuff. It's going to be insane. And then it sounds like you guys uh, work in uh, Web3, man. I, I, imagine going from one to, to 10 trillion and then all the jobs that open up. So is anybody thinking about, or hopefully you guys are thinking about uh, getting a job if, if you're spending your Saturday Listen to space, getting a job in Web three because it's it's exponential job growth. There's so much money that's going to be flowing in. You know, I think I think most people here recognize that fact. Uh, (laughs) This is definitely a great place to be for growth. I agree one thousand percent. I'm a big Solana maxi. In addition to being on the Cosmos, in addition to being on HBAR, which is a super secure platform uh, that you can't even airdrop to people anything. You can't touch their wallets. You can't send them anything until they've approved that contract. But uh, but Solana and the Saga phone was such a I have mixed feelings, but it was such a great thing. It was great for the space. Uh, my mixed feeling is on their V2 that, in my opinion, was a major cash grab. They gave zero information and sold 40,000 units and climbing. No information on what it is or what it's going to give. Uh, but the Saga community at first was super close, tight-knit. And if anybody's in the Saga server right now, the Solana mobile servers, you see that the community is not really paying as much attention anymore to any of the drops or any of the projects, simply because it's just too many people trying to get in on the Saga community as far as their projects, and it super diluted everything. And with the disorganization of the project itself or of the servers, it kind of led to uh, them dividing the community more than uniting them. So... Uh, between the V2 coming and, and the Saga phone, great for, for, like you said, for noobs to onboard them, great for interaction, but the benefits to the actual phone holders, because I have one, the benefits to us phone holders is gone, in my opinion. I don't see a big benefit moving forward from here, mainly because of the V2 and, and the lack of unity in the community. But but, then, uh, but didn't you get airdrop for V1s that like basically covered your bases anyhow? Oh, and then some. Yeah, so yeah, like, I mean, it's paid for itself, which is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like I said, mixed feelings. I'm super happy about it, but I was hoping that it was going to be like 
imagine a community of almost 20,000 people that that was exclusive because they said there was not going to be a v2 but they saw how much money could they could get in my opinion it was oh let's let's get this money and build something bigger uh but the benefits you can't benefit fifty thousand people twenty thousand is hard enough but imagine a community of twenty thousand united people they could make or break the space they could become a the most powerful dao in all of solana and if you know solana to be a powerful dao in solana I mean, you got DAOs like, like for example, Google. I, I don't remember the price to get into that DAO, but it's like tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars to get into these DAOs that are strong. So I thought that Saga could have become something super strong. That's just my opinion. I think it still is going to. I'm actually, in, in fact, I'm, I'm on that. Uh, call me a test dummy or whatever, but I'm, I'm getting V2 because I was going to get V1. I'm just not an Android guy. I'm an iOS guy, but I'm like, I'm just going to get it just to have content and just to check it out and talk about it and see how it is. If it's shit, I'll tell people, hey, it's shit. If it's it's good. decent. I don't use it as a phone. It's just sitting here, but it's a decent unit. It uses its typical Google Pixel interface. So if you have a Google Pixel, it's the exact same interface. So it's a decent phone. I like how we're okay with just like decent, like just yeah, nah, it's okay. <laughs> and and it, all the it can like, do so much though. It can do so much. So it's not just okay. <laughs> it's an okay phone, but it's an amazing uh, access to DApps, and it's this amazing device for for benefits. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And on the topic of you know just mass onboarding and mass adoption, like what are we what are we actually missing? Like we 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 we've said a little bit about you know we got Kata, we got some ramps. Uh, interoperability is still, you know, we're still banging away on it on multiple fronts, whether it's IBC or ICS or, you know, different bridges. Like, what are we actually missing here? I'll, I'll let Jordan go after I just say, I'll just answer that real quick. But I, it is, it's just, it's just um, options. Like, I know a lot of us here would want, you know, it to be real simple and account abstraction just to be able to use an email address, but just like having like a Robinhood account and being able to do like all this stuff and people get a disclaimer, you know, like you set up your account or like, look, this is the least secure way. This is the moderate. And this is like the really, you know, us, like what we do, like all the precautionaries just so like normies can be like, oh yeah, I want to do this. And, or maybe someone builds like a, like a, you know, okay, you like to use your Chase bank application, but you know what? This team over here is going to tap in and build some sort of ways for like your user base to be able to get access to Bitcoin or, De or DeFi or whatever. It's like stuff like that, random shit like that is where you get all the people in, you know? It's just like, hey, this is, this is an availability. This is an option for you. I don't know like how long that takes, you know? It's probably not going to be this cycle and maybe, maybe not until next cycle. I don't know, but it'll happen, man. It just takes a long time. I just look at like the, the users from like the internet toll, you know, like shit. Look up, think about it, right? The, t technically, the internet has been around since I think 1969. And you have a lot of people right now, even Americans, like they still barely use the computer. Like, oh, I'm too old to use the computer. Like, so like, think about it. It takes time. I mean, you go tell your your parents or your, if, you know, you're younger and you have the grandparents that are still alive and, and try to have them use like anything on the internet. You know, it's like, if you're like, oh yeah, do this. They're like, I don't know how to do that. So this is like a, a way to even do more. But like, I think there's more options because everyone has a smartphone for the most part on planet Earth. So like everyone technically can get in the game now. I, I just don't know. And tech always, it always amazes me if you put some sort of timeline like, oh, this is going to happen. It's, it usually beats your timeline. So there's that as well. 
Um, but yeah, account abstraction, man, just making it easy for people to even get into the space. Cause like most questions you get from people is like, how do I begin? Like, what do I need to do? Whether that's even just like a traditional web two builder or just someone working in business, right? Like it, we were talking earlier, there's a substantial amount of opportunity in this space. And it doesn't matter if you can write code or write lines of code. It's just, there's not enough people to like help. And so like, there's so much opportunity, but you need to be trustworthy. You need to be accountable and you got to be a hard worker, man. Like I read, people reach out to me and I'll give them opportunities because I just see them around all the time. I'll give them opportunities where literally they can make money, like bring in a monthly pay just to help out in the space. And they're just not accountable. Like they're lazy. They, it, it, you have to have a good worth ethic. And it's not as easy as it is. Like, oh, I'm just going to wake up and make money doing stuff in crypto. You got to be, you got to be a grinder. And, um, but if you want to have that mindset, you want to continuously learn and grow and, and help and be trustworthy, respectful, like the sky is the limit in the space. So there's that as well. And that's, what's cool about the space because it doesn't care where you live or what you believe in your background or any of that stuff. You just got to be a worker, man. And the sky's the limit. So who knows I'm ranting, but this is a good time. I, you know, I can add some to that. I, I agree. Count abstraction. The other thing is, uh, the youth drives new culture right so how do we capture the youth and and i'm a date or i'm gonna sound uh, like an old man here but i i don't know if this is the case but i'm just giving an example you go after somebody like taylor swift steph curry uh name the professional athlete or, or movie star or singer or whatever and and they drop their nfts or their you know whatever whatever their memorabilia whatever it is on a particular blockchain and make it easy for youngsters to just open their phone and, and, and interact with, with someone like Taylor Swift. I think that just, that starts the fire, like a, you know, grass fire and turns, turns, you know, into a big smolder. So something like that, if we could, you know, if there's BD teams, I'm sure there are, but working on professional celebrity or professional sports or celebrities and going after the youth then, then every, in my opinion, everybody else will follow because they'll see all the energy and excitement behind that. Hey, if I could jump in, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you 100%, but I'm also going to point out the fact that a lot of those celebrities that already did it got sued by the government. The government put a stop to that, basically. They want those famous people to know not to endorse crypto uh, because the government stance is still slightly anti-crypto. So uh, although I agree with you with the sentiment, the you know think about like kim kardashian uh she got in big trouble uh and some other famous people got they got in trouble they they were told to stop so uh, and they're worth a lot of money they're not going to risk their 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 big pile for the fun of degening uh because they're just not they're already have what they want like so taylor swift has a she's a billionaire like she doesn't get yeah anything. she's so rich she doesn't care but uh but yeah if we could get endorsements that'd be great so but listen guys i gotta i gotta jam out this has been so much fun i hope we can do this again i'm sorry i gotta cut out a little early i don't know how long the space was supposed to be but uh i gotta i gotta go take my kid to, no, you're, to you're good some stuff there as go this long but we're just we're, we're just vibing you know we're probably gonna wrap it up anyways i got some stuff i gotta go do anyhow in in real life you know <laughs> so <laughs> that's me right now so did we lose them
Yeah, I think so. He probably got his his. Oh, he probably got off of his Wi-Fi or something. That's kind of how Twitter is. It's like you you disconnect your Wi-Fi, you're just rugged. But no, man, I'm cool. If anyone has any cl- closing thoughts, um, I think he wants to come back up and say his goodbyes. Yeah, we can get some some closing thoughts from everybody. Um, we got a lot of cool projects that uh, you know are building public goods here, and that are just you know. <laughs> We're trying, trying to bring you back up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's back up. I think you can hear you guys, but Ark, you there? Give him a sec. It said it's requested, and then I can't even do anything. I I got one uh, closing thought. It was great to see Carter get promoted or put on that Adam Economic Zone. He's a sharp, smart guy. You listen to him talk. He gets it. He gets crypto. He gets privacy. He gets sovereignty. That guy's that guy's good, man. So uh, good job uh, on the people that got him on that. Yeah, Carter's a good dude, man. I, I go. I actually uh, for anyone out there, I'll show him. He has a really good book. I mean, people should be promoting this book for entry level. It's not really like a high high overview of you know the technicalities, but it's like a really good foundational point i can't even think of what the damn name is i'm looking for it right now in my in my office but he wrote a book it's really good maybe i'll have to find it and post about it i have in the past but no he's really good because he went to school um for, for economics too so he understands kind of how things work from that sense and that's that's like what my background is in it as well and it's good to have that perspective but also know how to you know talk tech jargon and, and want the best for the space so i agree carter's a good dude yeah, they made a smart pickup pickup with that. Uh, just Google his name. Just just just, just Google Carter's name, <laughs> and, and you'll find it. I swear. It, yeah, the book's called like Building Confidence in Blockchain. I think that's what the title is. I just can't find the book. It's it's in my office somewhere. I'm just unorganized right now. Is it but, like, uh, yeah. like Amazon or something? Or what's that? Is is Carter's book listed on Amazon? It or, should be. Okay. Yeah, it's a good book. Nice. Yeah, Carter's a, a really dope person. Like he's uh he really knows the stuff and uh so Skybridge twenty they backed a shade protocol on the seed round and um I but I was like, whoa, I totally did not see the uh the Atom and accelerator uh advisory board announcement. I didn't see that coming, but I mean well deserved for him. And I think uh he's one of the best to to be appointed over there. So I'm excited to see what he can cook up along with the rest of the board. Yeah, totally. Um, one of the brightest of the, I think the the next generation of builders. So super jazz for him. Um, and yeah, any closing thoughts? We'll, we'll kind of wrap it up. I know we've been going here uh, pretty long, but we'll be doing these spaces pretty regularly. They'll they'll be on Tuesday usually, um, Pacific Standard Time um, in the evening. Um, but any closing thoughts on public goods? Where we're going? What do we need to build and fund? Uh, and then we'll we'll get everybody out of here. I mean, I'm good, man. Go ahead, Jordan. I, I think we're on the right track just from just me being here nearly every single day and seeing the slow but upward trajectory on just the usability and just like having a more, ex- just a better experience. Like it's just more smooth and everything's working, man. Like I talked to so many people that are building everything that we're, any cl- complaints that we have, man, these, these devs know what we're complaining about because they're using it too and they want the best for us. And, I, I always look at this space 
regardless of any hurdles or, or obstacles or what naysayers may may have to say, that I believe this space has the brightest, most brilliant human minds in the, in the world, and they're all they're all in this space. And it's like they're, they're, that's what's great about engineers. Like you give them problems and they just solve it. And I just have faith in that. So it's like I know they're going to figure everything out. Like all any issue that anyone has, whether they're just like governmental, it's just just anyone. They'll they'll figure it out. And that's just what's great about tech, man. And what's cool is like we could actually be a part of it and be in early and you know stuff launches. Like you know you just look at everything. Like Celestia was like two dollars. It's like a little over two dollars on Osmosis not too long ago. So. It's cool to be a part of like the ups and downs and the the avid flow of the space. And I just like appreciate anyone that came up today and talked and listeners and anyone that listens to it afterwards. So shout out to all of you. I couldn't have said it any better <laughs> myself. Uh, so, if, you know, everyone's kind of said their piece, you know, we can go ahead and, 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 you know, finish up this space. Don't forget to like and follow the guys that are up here, people that are up here building some really cool stuff. Uh, and again, we'll be doing these things pretty regularly. Um, but I appreciate you all coming, Nina. Oh, quite is in here. <laughs> a bunch of Cosmos people. Uh, thanks for coming. Um, come and join us next time. And, uh, you know, enjoy your Saturday. Go touch some grass or something that isn't in your house. Um, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Appreciate you all. Take care, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the maximum amount of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless, yo fam, what, check these tokenomics, they probing this bear, flexing broken honest, I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic, never known the politic, I was born to frolic, it's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot, we got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top, we like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom, over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning, forming my Logical bonds, click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non-toxic. Just to get a better place, smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps clowns White knighting all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the fur
herbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.